move and, and encourage. I want you to know that uh, he, he loves you. Can I hear an amen from the audience? Amen. Praise God. There are some that are not here this morning for one reason or another. Keep them in prayer. That God would just uh, help them and uh, encourage them. I don't know why they're not here. Some of them, some of them are sick. We understand Sister Bonnie still recovering from her surgery. So keep her in prayer. Keep other ones in prayer that is not here. And uh, I know Sister Joanne was sick last week and couldn't be with us. She's here today. And we thank God for that. Thank God for many others. And um, uh, uh, look around and y'all look so precious. Y'all look so good. Tell your neighbor, if you would, just reach over and says, Pastor says, you're looking good. Now, do me another favor. Turn to the other neighbor and tell him, says, you're looking better than the last time I seen you. Uh, I titled this series because it's going to take me just a little bit to get through this, a few Sundays. Um, I call it Take a Break. Take a Break. How many likes to have that, at least the title? Uh, give me a break, Lord. Take a break. Uh, some think about it taking a nap. Some just sitting around, just kind of a nice drink, a cold drink that you're drinking lemonade or something like that, iced tea or something that likes coffee. Give me a cup of coffee and just sit back and relaxing. Time, time to take a break. But I, I want you to notice from the word of God and I'm going to bring some things out here. How many wants to, to have a breakthrough in your life? I truly believe there's steps that God's given us from the word of God in order to get to those places of breakthroughs for every single one of us. Breakthroughs comes in seasons. And as we learned in our lesson this morning, as uh, Brother Nathan taught so very well, that sometimes God places tests and people to test you in your life for a season. Sometimes you have things come your way and you say, God, why am I going through this? It's a time for a test. But how many knows a test is only for a short season? Right. It only tests you what you know. If you're not getting the word of God and you hit a test, you're going to flunk it. You're going to go through it again. It's like going around the mountain. So, but anyway, uh, those on the outside in the internet and uh, Facebook, again, we welcome you. And uh, I, I pray that you'll be blessed by um, the next few Sundays of uh, uh, take a break. And we need to take a break. Uh, but I want to talk about three breaks. Um, the morning, noon, and afternoon, <laughs> if you want to say. Uh, but go to Hosea, if you would, please. Chapter 10. It's in the Old Testament. Towards the middle of the book. Getting closer to the New Testament. And he's a prophet, minor prophet. Chapter 10, one verse we're going to read. Keep your Bibles handy because we're going to read some more. Stand for reading of God's word in the, the house as we honor his word as, as part of our custom here. I know a lot of other places don't, and that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. But at least at the beginning stages of our messages, we want to uh, open up with this way. But let's read the word of God. If you're there, say amen. amen. says verse 12 of chapter 10 it said sow for yourselves righteousness reap in mercy notice the next two words say break up, break up. say that real loud say break up. break up that's your first break it says break up your fallow ground for it is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains righteousness on you now look at Jeremiah says it's time for a breakup it's time for a breakup 
Oh, you may be seated. How many's ever uh, broken off or had a breakup on something? How many's ever broke up with uh, someone you've dated? What about some friends that you hung around? Uh, some areas in your life you've you, you taken that break. This first one is going to be more personal in the way we look at it. But in order to get to the place where breakthrough comes for your life, there's some things we must understand from the Word of God. And I truly believe God is, this is timely as we move forward in the things that God has for us all. See, there's some things that many of us need to break off. Because that's what meaning a breakup means, to break off of some things. And God wants to point that out. But the first thing it says, it says uh, that so for yourselves, righteousness, reap in mercy, gives us some distinct things that's going to take place. Then it says, break up your fallow ground. We'll see some more things. Go to Micah chapter two. I'll deliver you the second break that we need to look at. I'm not going to talk about that one. We're just going to talk about the personal one first, but I just want to lay the groundwork here. Micah chapter 2, verses 12 and 13. Verse 12 says, I will surely assemble all of you, O Jacob. I will surely gather the remnant. Say the remnant. You've heard that come from my lips many a times. It's not the majority. And many churches have a church inside a church. Those that really love the Lord, they, they attend these churches, they, these gatherings, these places, they do put church on the door. But there's a remnant inside that church, inside that gathering, inside that, that really loves the Lord. And I believe God is getting ready to gather them together and into one uh, group that we can make an impact in this last days. But let's read on. It says, I will put them together like sheep of the fold, like a flock in the midst of their pasture. They shall make a loud noise because of so many people. The one who breaks open will come up before them. They will say these two next two words, break out. Break out. Say that again, break out. break out. That is the next break that we're going to be looking at in the next time we meet and get together. It says, they shall pass through the gate and go out by it. Their king will pass before them with the Lord at their head. Say this again. Break up. Break, up. break, out. break out. Let's go to the last one. We need a breakthrough. Can I hear an amen? amen? I need a breakthrough for my life. I need a breakthrough for the church. I need a breakthrough for families' lives. We, we need a breakthrough. But there's some things we want to bring out. Go to 2 Samuel chapter 23. 2 Samuel chapter 23. And we'll read two verses there. Verses 15 and 16. Verse 15, we'll begin reading. It says, And David said with longing, Oh, that someone would give me a drink of the water from the well of Bethlehem which is by the gate. Verse 16, so the three mighty men broke through. Say breakthrough. Break 
It says here, they broke through the camp of the Philistines, the enemy's camp, and drew water from the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. Nevertheless, he would not drink it, but poured it out to the Lord. The last part of this series that we're doing here is going to be a breakthrough series. But we must do some steps in order to get to that place of breakthrough. And the first one, going back to the first area of Hosea, where we have a breakup. The one thing I noticed about chapter 10, some things that the prophet wrote and, and brought out that as I've done some study in this, the sins of Israel and their captivity. How many knows that sin will keep you captive? It keeps you in bondage. It brings curses, the Bible says. Disobedience is sin. When people don't obey God and they ask for the blessings, you can't get it. God says there's some things that need to take place. But the hearts of the people of Israel had been divided. Do you think we live in a nation that's divided right now? Even a lot of churches are divided on so many issues. Well, they're Baptists, so they can't be like us. <laughs> they're Methodists, so they can't worship like us. You know, when we get to heaven, it ain't going to be this and that. It's going to be united brethren. Not divided brethren, united brethren. Thank God for that. Amen. You may be surprised. You're going to see a lot of groups up there that you thought... You want that church? How are you here? Because their hearts was not divided. It was with, with one. Praise God for that. But they also, we notice this, they had no king. In other words, they had a king that ruled over them, but they, were, they did not fear the Lord. How many knows we have a generation that does not fear the Lord today? Even a lot of church folk. I'm going to do what I want to. I don't care what the Bible says. I don't care how it brings it out. The society wants to try to infiltrate into the church. says, well, you need to love everybody. Yes, we do. But we don't love the sin that they do. Amen. Sin is still sin. It's wrong. It'll send you to hell. Amen. You don't hear much of that today. Amen. But we must understand they did not fear the Lord. Something else that happened in this Hosea, this chapter that we read about the glory had it departed. There's a lot of people that go to church, but there's no glory. There's no move of the spirit. Aren't you glad that God moved this morning? Amen. I'm thankful he's here. Yes. Amen. I'm thankful that he comes and, and we can get into his presence. It's not just a form. Pastor, you're going overtime. You know what? When the spirit of God is in the house, people don't look at their watch. Right. <laughs> they want more of God. Amen. Uh, I'll keep the pot roast on a little bit longer. It'll be Okay. But I want more of God. Amen. The glory had departed. Something else I noticed is as we look at some things from this chapter 10, it says sin of idolatry and wickedness had moved in where they were, had idols in their homes and had idols in the places they went, even in some of the tabernacles that they had. Also, we've seen iniquity that was abounding. You know what iniquity is? Unruliness. The last administration, and I'm going to say this because it's true, they were a lawless administration. Yes. Amen. They wanted to do what they want to. If the Constitution fitted to what they thought, they're going to do it and abide by it. But if it doesn't, we're going to do our own thing. That's lawlessness. That is anti Christ. That is anti God. 
A lot of people want to do their own thing. That's called iniquity. The sins of iniquity, it will be found about so many people. And we see that. The last thing we see from Hosea chapter 10, they trusted in their own ways. How many knows that the, uh, the end thereof of those that do their own thing is destruction? Yes. Without the Lord, unless the Lord builds a house, those that labor, labor in vain. That should be an amen. Yeah. Unless God builds this house, we that labor, labor in vain. Unless God is in charge, unless God has his way, it's just all formality. I don't want formality. I want God to be in the house that he can change lives, transform the things that people are going through and bring victory for themselves that they need. That's called a breakthrough. But the one thing that we see that as God was delivering the word through Hosea and talking to them, he said, sow for yourselves righteousness. In other words, he says, it's time for a sowing. But he said that so you can reap mercy. How many knows that we need the mercy of God? Amen. Without the mercy of God, none of us has a chance. But I liked what, when he told Moses to build the Ark of the Covenant, uh, the thing he covered the Ark of the Covenant was with a seat of mercy. He said, this is what I'm going to give to the people is mercy. I would rather sow in mercy instead of reaping judgment. That's the reason why I, I, I want to, some people says, well, how can you keep forgiving? Because I want God to forgive me. I want God to look at me and says, I forgive you. But there's so many people hold grudges. They hold things and they hold it for years. And they wonder why they're in bondage. Let that go and let God be God in your life that you can reap mercy. Give me mercy, God. I need it. I remember being a sinner. I remember God said, you're a sinner. And God said, I'm going to bring judgment. I said, God, I don't need judgment. I don't want to go to a lake of fire. I don't want to go to hell. I want to have mercy. I want to make heaven my home. As I did that, I said, forgive me, God. You know what he did? He gave me mercy. Because of Jesus Christ. Thank God for that. But as we move on, he said, break up your fallow ground. Now, fallow ground is land that's been plowed, but just laying dormant. It's not been done anything. It's, in other words, it's been somewhat just laying there. It's been plowed, but it's not ready for seed. It's been like that for a long time. Now, God's speaking to them. He says, it's time to break up the fallow ground. Break up those areas that have been plowed this is really talking about in the sense of breaking up from your heart. Have you been around somebody and you can tell what they love by the way they talk? Because they're going to talk about what they love and they're going to love what they talk about. You can tell their heart. Just get around them long enough. Some operate out of this is what I love. This is what I want. This is what I go after. You can tell. But see, in order to move forward, in order for the reign of righteousness to come, you've got to break up some ground. We used to call it when we was younger and my dad would then, disking. 
you would break up the ground, but then you disc it because it's still, you couldn't sow any seed because it still had those areas. It was broken. It was not fully where it needed to be. Break up the fallow ground. Break up those areas so I can sow the seed. See, something that I noticed, he says, you've got to let go of what you're hanging on to. There's people hanging on to things and God says, you got to break it off. Relationships, areas, sometimes even friends. You got to break it off. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17 says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature, a new creation. Old things, say old things, things. have what? Passed away. And behold, all things become. You know what that's telling me? I need to break off the old things. My old life, my old sinful areas, my old ways of thinking, my old ways of looking at things. Allowing God to come in my life to be who he needs to be. Sometimes I need to break off with old lovers. Old friends that would pull me. Keep pulling on me. Keep pulling me back into the things of life that God doesn't want us to have. Doesn't mean I I can't have friends. It just means that I separate myself just a little bit from those. And God said, before you can start going into a place of breakthrough and getting victory and getting some things that you really need for your life, you need to break up. Break up. There's people that are clinging to the world, but they want God. You can't have two. You can't have two gods. You can't have two idols. You need to only have one. There's some that'll cling to mammon or money. Some that'll cling to this or that. And I can go down the list. And they said, well, I can have God and I can have this. I beg pardon. You can't ride the fence. You get fence burned. You're going to be going like this, trying to hang on. It doesn't work. If you don't make God the Lord of your life, then he can't be Lord at all. I like that. Thank you, Lord. You know what he told the disciples? He says, you need to follow me. Need to follow me. Come and follow me. I'll make you. He told Peter, I'll make you a fisher of men. Come and follow me. He told tax collector, follow me. He told other ones, follow me. You know what he's telling us? Follow me. That means I have to leave off what I've been going after and follow him. I need to break up. And then I need to break out. I need to move into that place of a breakthrough. Before I get there, I need to break up. It's not easy. (laughs) Then many times I come to a place that God says, I need you to break it off here. There's one time I went to the altar and I just bawled like a baby and said, God, that is so hard. When you start breaking something, especially when, when it's something that's deep in your heart and you've held on to it for a while and you start breaking it up and you start breaking things up and getting it placed ready for the seed of God, it's not easy because it hurts. But I'm telling you, in order to reap what heaven has, you've got to allow God to be able to pour into you. And until the ground is prepared, until you break up from those things, the heavens can't rain on your life. You need to have the rain in order to bring seeds to bring forth fruit. 
This is like breaking up with old lovers. <laughs> what I used to love, now I love someone different. Aren't you glad? Amen. Say, Jesus is Lord. There's a lot of people who's made Jesus Savior, but they didn't make him Lord. See, Christians make Jesus Savior and Lord. Romans chapter 10 says this, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, say the Lord Jesus. The, Lord Jesus. the first thing before you even go down saying, I need you to forgive me. Make him the Lord of your life. Lord means master controller, the one you fall in love with. It's not just coming to church and think that's all it's in. It says, you're church folks. No, we fell in love with the Lord. Amen. And now he's given me the joy. He's given me the love. Give me some things that the world can't give me. Thank God he's given me all these things. I broke it off with what the world was now that I got heaven now. I fell in love with God. He's my Lord, my Savior, my Deliverer. He's my all in all. I'm in love with him. I love him more than my wife, and I love her a lot, but he's my Lord. See, if, if you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Let me give you a good example. When I got married to Martha, I didn't look at her and said, I do. And says, you just need to be a housekeeper, and that's it. What do you think she would feel like? What do you think she'd say? I'm not your, just your housekeeper. I married all of her. Every bit of her. Good, bad, and the ugly at times. It's everything. She married me for the same thing. The good, bad, and the ugly. And there's times it's been ugly. It's been, times it's been good. Sometimes it's not been so good, it's been bad. But every bit of her. Yes. <clears throat> now, thank you, honey. She loves me. So what I said I do... And after a while, I'm going, what did I do? <laughs> God, what did I do? I made her my wife. But before that, I said no to others. I said no to others. I can't date you no more. I can't go with you no more. I'm married now to my wife. She is mine and I'm hers. See, I broke off with those other things. My past even. There's people that are married to their past and they tried to bring it into a marriage or try to bring it into relationships, try to bring it into this. It doesn't work. Amen. You can't live in the past and think that this is the way it's going to be in the future. You are miserable. You're bound. It's time to break it off, church. To break it off with sin. Break it off with relationships that's tearing you down. God is saying, before I can pour into you, before the rain of heaven can come, I need to have you break it off. Yes. Oh, we need a move of God. But we need people that will say, God, you first. Old black song. A lady used to sing it that I used to hear. 99 and a half won't do. It's 100%. Sometimes it's 110%. Sometimes even more. God, I want you more. You need to break it off. 
The ground that once produced fruit no longer is producing fruit. That's the reason why you have to break it up to get it ready to produce the fruit that it needs to be. There's a lot of people who used to serve God wholeheartedly. I remember that growing up. I remember that God was first and that was it. Growing up as a young man, there wasn't a lot of restaurants, a lot of stores open, a lot of gas stations. You can even get gas on Sundays. I remember my grandmother on my dad's side, she would cook the meal on Saturday and then just heat it up when we got around there. She wanted everything lined up and she took it. She was serious about her walk with the Lord. We've come to a place where we, okay, we'll hang on to this. But God says, you need to break it off. You need to let go. You need to cast it aside in some ways if you want to really look at it. Is it easy? No, but it's necessary for God to pour into you. Until you do that, the ground cannot be ready to receive the rain from heaven. Cannot be ready to receive the seed of the word of God. It cannot produce what God desires for the individual. You need to break up. That's a break time. This is a challenging message, I understand. But it begins with me. It begins with me. I look at my life and I say, God, if I'm holding anything, I've asked him to reveal it to me. I don't want nothing to keep me from being in your presence. I don't want my past. I, I don't want relationships. I don't want money. I don't want a job. I don't want a career. I don't want nothing to keep me from you. Amen. Part of me, people that used to produce or see God's increase, no longer sees it. And they wonder why the people around them can't feel the presence of the Lord because God's not reigning on their life anymore. God wants to reign on your life. God desires to do that. But these things that we see, Israel was going through time and time again. They were putting things first above God. In other words, they were saying, we want this, but we want God. It doesn't work. God will turn his back on you. Said, if you want that, that's what you get. We see a nation is like that. See, God wants to pour into you and he wants a breakup so he can put his word in you. You know what brokenness means? On earth, before heavens can pour out, the ground has got to be prepared and ready. Your heart has got to be prepared and ready to receive what God has. It's not easy to let go, but I'm telling you, it's worth it. How many wants the reign of heaven? I want God to reign on my life. I want God's blessings to come in my life. But if I'm not serious with the Lord and I'm putting things before him, you're not going to get what God has. God says, I'm a jealous God. I'm a jealous God. I got to be uno, number one. If I'm not number one, I ain't nothing at all. If he's not Lord of all and Lord of all, what is he? Just only name? How many wants to rain from heaven again? Amen. How many wants what God has? Amen. You got to follow God's prescription. You got to allow God to give you the steps that he says. The first thing, break off for some things. Let go and let God. I like that. Let go and let God. Amen. Let me say that again. Let go and let God. Yeah. When we do, God will come in. And brokenness, you know what it does? It attracts heaven. 
A broken and contrite heart, God will not despise. God will not reject. God will come alongside. And there's times that when you have those breakups and you have those areas, you're breaking off and growing in the Lord and preparing for God. God will not withhold any good things that he has. Amen. Tell your neighbors, it's time for a breakup. How does this happen, Pastor? I'm glad you asked. There are times that we need to pray. You call a prayer meeting and a lot of people look at you and say, yeah, yeah, okay. Prayer is the starting point. It puts you in position to receive what God has. Prayer is that. You ask them to pray at home. Set an altar. Make an altar and pray to God at home. Let it start at home. It shouldn't be me calling a prayer meeting. You should be praying to God then. Sometimes it's fasting. Sometimes you're putting aside some things that God, I'm letting go. Reading God's word. When's the last time you got the word of God out at home and read it for yourself? Not waiting until you got to church. God wants to talk to you. God loves you. He wants to pour into you. Getting around godly men and women. That's a, a, an art that's lost hardly anymore. I'll go to church on my own time. I'll do my own thing. Church attendance is sometimes huh, lax. And they wonder why conviction hasn't fallen. God designed the church that we can grow together. It's the reason why it's so important to get involved with God's stuff and what he's got. His work is one Getting around godly people is another. If not, you're going to be influenced by one thing or another. God wants to influence you. You, can, you, know, de you know the devil's got a plan too. He wants to come after you. He wants to break you up. The thief comes to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, I come to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. The devil's got a plan. That's the reason why we got so many homes that are broken up. We got so many uh, marriages that are broken up. Instead of breaking up from what is dividing and, and bringing things of sin and idolatry. We got homes being broke up. Things clinging, people clinging to everything around and not getting in the word of God and finding what the word of God says. The reason why people are, are getting everything on them and you can say, where is God in that? Where is the word holiness anymore? Holiness has not gone away. That means separation. Breaking up from the things that keep us. See, we are called to be separate. Praise God for that. I thank God for being separate. I thank God for being peculiar. I thank God that people look at you and says, yeah, here he comes. They can tell when you come in the room. You carry a presence with you. Trust me, I've been around enough people, even today, they'll walk around, they don't want to be around you too much because you carry a presence. Because you have broken off from the things of the world, things that they really want to talk about. But when they get in trouble, they want to be around you. See, the devil has a plan to break up the things in your life. Get you involved with sin that it will tear up. People can tell whether you're genuine or not. The challenge today is take a break. 
The challenge for me today, am I going to choose to break up? Break off? To let go? To move forward? Or am I going to hold on to that? God says, I got it for you. I want to pour it out on you. I want to give you everything. I want to bring increase on you. But I can't do it. I want to give you a breakthrough even. I want you to give you a refreshing. But you're hanging on to things. Tell you never, it's just time for a break. This is a challenging message. Sometimes even, there were times years ago when we was pastoring down at Victor Rock and the church was growing. I mean, it was packed. Things were moving. And every once in a while, I see some of them put their feet under their chairs. They was afraid of getting stepped on. The problem with so many areas, messages, they don't want to step on people's toes because they're afraid that I'll lose them. You know what? In the long run, you may lose them, but it's not the way you think. It's time we get back and have our eyes centered upon God and say, God, I need to pray for my family. The enemy's trying to come in and break them up. The enemy's trying to fool them. My kids have been fooled long enough. It's time we cry out to the Lord. God, I want you to sow in me. Let it start with me, God. Let me break off with those things that my kids can see. I don't want my kids to go to hell. I don't want my family to go to hell. I want them to see it in me first. Attraction that I'm drawing close to God. Far too many people are not. They're hanging on to things of this life that's going to vanish. It's temporary. That's all it is. Money's temporary. Trust me, it'll go through your hands quickly. Pretty soon you start a career. You get that all the education. Next thing you know, you're going along fine. Where'd the time go? Now I'm moving into the next phase of my life. On and on and on. It's time that we make our minds up. See, that's what I'm really talking about, having a made-up mind to serve the Lord. How many's ready to serve the Lord? Amen. How many's ready to, to take a break? Yeah. Break up with those things. I described to you, I don't sleep with any other lover except my wife. She is my lover. Amen. She is my wife. She's the one that I go to. I had said I do for a reason. She can put her shoes under my side of the bed anytime she wants to. She can lay in my arms anytime she wants to because we're, we become lovers in every way, shape, and form. And that's what God wants to do with you. But until we learn to break it off, have breakups, this is personal. This is areas where you need, it challenges you. But before we can have a breakout, before we can have a breakthrough, it starts with me. Stand to your feet, if you would, please, all over the building.